Welcome to the Robert Anfalter Show. It is Wednesday, June the 20, June the 2nd of 2021. And today I want to talk about perception and how your perceptions can affect your thinking and your enjoyment of your life and maybe how you actually conduct yourself and your own personal success. I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, patient and I were talking. And I noticed that she had her arms crossed in a very defensive posture. I don't remember what we were talking about. But I backed away from her and sat down. And she's continuing. And I mentioned to her that she could open up and not have such a defensive posture. And at the time, she was working on a master's degree in psychology. So I thought that she would benefit or enjoy the comment. And she said, well, if you'd stop attacking me, maybe I wouldn't feel so defensive. And I said, I've backed up and sat down. I can enjoy, I can control my actions. I cannot control your perceptions. And then she smiled. (laughs) And you see, a lot of times our perception of what happens may not be reality. In fact, one can argue that there's no <laughs> there's no reality. All there is in truth is our perceptions. Everything's electromagnetic fields, and and our brain creates for us this three dimensional environment, and that we interpret that to be our reality. But if we really think about the light coming off, I'm looking at my computer screen right now, and the the light coming off the computer screen is just that. It's just light. It's electromagnetic radiation goes through my eyeball, makes some kind of an impression on my retina, which goes to my brain. And, and as a result of that, I know that I'm two minutes, <coughs> two minutes into this broadcast. Um, but the reality, <coughs> as far as we know, is just the electromagnetic fields. And we create this perception. So think about that. What perceptions do you have? I had a patient that wanted to argue with me about. It's interesting how I I get into these things with patients. I I enjoy people. So we get into conversations. And this man would get into situations where he would be his own attorney. And he'd spent some time in prison. And he enjoyed being his own attorney. And I think that was part of the reason he'd wind up in these situations so that he could show how smart he was as an attorney, even though he wasn't an attorney. Though so anyway, we were talking and he was he was saying something about truth and, and arguing about things. And he pointed to the wall and he said, what color is that wall? And I said, well, the truth of it is the wall doesn't have a color. And I went through basically what I just said, uh, the, the wall reflects an electromagnetic field and it goes through my pupil and to hits my retina and that signal then goes to my brain and I interpret that as a color but in reality the wall just reflects light it doesn't have a color and then he said well most people just say it's white and I said well yeah most people would but that's that's not the truth of it the truth is it's it's not a color Right, that's how color works, and somebody that's colorblind or has a is, has a different color perception wouldn't see it the same way you do. So, color is a really interesting example 
I had another patient who said he was colorblind. He couldn't tell the difference between red and green. And he said when he was a kid, he had a red ball. And if it got lost in the grass, he couldn't see it. And people walking by could point to it and say, well, it's right there. And he said, I couldn't see it because I couldn't tell the difference between red and green. See, that's a perception problem. Now, we can get into this, <laughs> into um, your perception of yourself or your perception of how people are evaluating you or judging you. And <laughs> interesting situation happened. I was, uh, I had my house on the market and a man drives down with a child in the back of his truck and, you know, in the back seat of his truck. He has a nice looking truck and he's pulling down the driveway. I'm about to go somewhere. And so I just walked over to the truck and I start talking with him. He's asking about the price of the house and looking at it. And I said, are you an agent? And he said, no, I'm Latino. And for some reason that just hit me wrong. And I said, what the hell does that have to do with it? And he said, you asked if I'm Asian. <laughs> and I started laughing and I said, no, I asked if you're an agent, because if you're an agent, there's a lockbox on the front door and you can go let yourself in. If you're not, I was going to offer to take you on a tour through the house. And he decided he wasn't interested in a tour. But see, he, he had this perception that I was, you know, asking about his race or ethnicity. And that wasn't it at all. I didn't care who buy, bought my house. <laughs> I just wanted the money. <laughs> um. And I've experienced that, too, as a chiropractor. I have a certain uh, image of myself and, and based on things that have happened to me as a chiropractor. So that um, if I show up in a healthcare setting, you know, a friend of mine who was a pharmacist and, and we had known each other from political circles and had been were friends. We'd still be friends. I haven't seen him for a long time, but um, he enjoyed pointing out. So I went to, I was invited by a patient to a Christmas party and he happened to be there. And he said, oh no, somebody let that chiropractor in. <laughs> and my patient was, had no idea that we were friends and she's kicking him, shut up. <laughs> and, you know, I understood what he was doing, but I also went, the same person was at a meeting of healthcare professionals at the hospital and I showed up and I went to a small group and the same person said, well, you know, the main thing is we have to keep chiropractors out of this. And the psychologist, that just triggered him. He said, oh, yeah, we got to keep them, them out of this. And he pointed at me and he said, he's a chiropractor. <laughs> so it it he's teasing me. And he was at the same time showing me that there were some people that were going to be against my profession. Now, I could how, how should I take that? What should my perception be? And somebody else said, you know, if you, if you want to be treated well, you have to show up, right? If you want to be part of the group, you have to show up. And I had shown up. So that was the first step. And I was the only chiropractor in this room of uh, probably several hundred people, maybe. And they were all trying to make plans for what the, our community health service should be. But the point is, I had to have the perception that my input was going to be valuable and show up, show up and do something. So I think, you know, as far as we're, we're really into a lot of racial stuff right now as a country, and I think it's a good thing. I'm seeing a lot of good changes. And I think we have to not only realize that 
we have a perception of other people, but we have a perception of ourselves. And so if I, and I just, I'm just finishing listening to actually critical race theory. And it points out some interesting things. I think it's a rather one-sided kind of a propagandic book, but um, it points out some interesting situations so that if I walk through a store as an example, and I see people watching me, salespeople watching me, I might think that's a good thing. They're watching to see if I need some help. And a minority member, a black person or a Latino or, you know, some minority member might walk through there and say, I think they're watching to make sure they don't steal something. <laughs> yeah. From my point of view, one of the most frustrating things is to go in a store and want some help and nobody's around that'll help you. So finding a salesperson is a good thing. And again, it gets back to what is our perception? And you can justify your perceptions all you want to. I, I thought it was interesting. I just finished uh, Benjamin Franklin's autobiography. And he was a vegetarian. But he said uh, he hadn't been a vegetarian all his life. He, he decided, but he, at a pretty young age, he was going to be a vegetarian. But he said someone had caught some cod, and they were frying the cod, and he really felt like eating cod. And he said, I was trying to think about this, and I... I realized that we'd opened up a cod before and they had eaten other fish. And if it was okay for them to eat other fish, why shouldn't I eat them? And he said, that's when I realized that that's the advantage of being a reasoning person. You can reason your way to justify just about anything you want to justify, <laughs> anything you want to do. <laughs> so that's something else for you to think about. What is it that you're, what perceptions are you trying to justify and would you be ahead, would the society be ahead if we all let go of some of this stuff and tried to get together and give up some things just to assess truth, try to treat everybody fairly? Gets kind of back to that golden rule, doesn't it? Treat everybody the way you'd like to be treated. All right, Robert Affalter signing off. Hoping you're having a wonderful life. And thanks for listening.